Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, moving on uh, to segment number two. Of course, you're listening to Grind Season uh, here, an Odyssey podcast. You can get it on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Grind SZN. Uh, our second segment tonight, uh, trade deadline coming up February 9th. And, and we were reminded this this morning because Sham Sharania, uh, uh, NBA newsbreaker, was on FanDuel TV. And I'm not sure if he was asked the question about the Grizzlies or just brought them up voluntarily, but pointed out that the Grizzlies could be a player because they have uh, assets galore, five first round picks to play with, including, oh, as well as Danny Green's expiring contract. He's on that $10 million expiring deal. But that his point was the Grizzlies could be one of the movers and shakers here before that February 9th trade deadline. And his point is that they've got the assets saying to go after another star. Uh, we'd mentioned Zach Lowe mentioned in one of his pieces, you know, that his hope for the Grizzlies would be that they'd go out and shore up the back of the rotation with a smaller move. He didn't he wasn't suggesting the Grizzlies make a bigger move. They certainly have the assets to do so. My question to you saying roughly five and a half weeks before the trade deadline is do we anticipate uh, uh, the larger move that Sean suggests the Grizzlies could make or something smaller based on on what we've seen? Or Let nothing at all. Option two. Right. First of all, I would love to see it. I would love to see this team take a big swing at a player that's somewhere close to those the, to our star players' timeline. If he's older, that's fine. Um, not you know tremendously older, but I, I would love to see them take a big swing at a guy that could solidify this team to make them a definite title contender this year. I believe we're one now, but I, I could see scenarios in the playoffs where certain things can come back and bite us. I would love to see us take a swing on the guy. Period. But when it comes down to this Memphis Grizzlies organization led by Zach Kleiman. I will believe it when I see it. <laughs> and all those things sound good with what uh, Shams was saying. But if you really look at what he's saying, he's really not saying too much of anything other than what we already know. Like, we know well, we the Grizzlies have those assets. It seems like he was introducing maybe a national audience to the Grizzlies situation. or just reminding because mm-hmm. he, he puts these type of reports out about the Grizzlies often. Saying, well, now, if he doesn't, national media does often, kind of saying, hey, don't forget the Grizzlies have this, this, this and this. Guys do that a lot with this organization, but, you know, they still haven't made any major moves. Uh, I, I really hope that they do make something, um, that they make some type of move, um, whether it's something on the back end. or adding. A, I, I really think we need some type of bench score, whether that means you add a, a starter that moves a, a Dylan Brooks maybe to the bench. I could see something like that. but Or you just go out and get a guy who's a, you know, who could be a bench score. One of those reasons why I think that when they went into the offseason – I think that they their thought was that Santi Aldama and uh, they assumed Santi would take a leap, Zaire Williams, Zaire, not, yeah, Zaire Williams would take a leap, 
and that somebody in his rookie class would give you something. And I thought that would, they probably thought that would replace the DeAnthony Meltons, the Kyle Andersons, those type, those type of guys. But we've seen Santi take the leap. Zaya Williams has just been disappointing. Read to be from bad play, injuries, lingering injuries, whatever yeah. it is with him. He hasn't been that guy. And it's forcing guys like John Conchar to be more than what you really expect him to be or what he's capable of being. He has great nights sometimes, and sometimes he just looks like he's not ready to answer the bell. And I think that that – I think you need to sure up that backup scoring spot, whether it be um, a combo guard, a shooting guard. I think you need to do something uh, to kind of tinker around the edges with this team. Not really around the edges, but more towards the middle to get a guy who can be your sixth, seventh, eighth man uh, on this team. I think that's one thing that's missing because you're asking too much of John Conchar uh, going into the season. Especially a guy like when you look at it, if somebody was to tell you David Wright is the second best wing on this team, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, the second best reserve, the reserve wing on this team, who would argue with that? You know what I mean? If, if, if you said he's the best reserve wing on this team, you may get some, some arguments for that as well. And that should never be the case, not this year. So, um, yeah, I think I, w- I would love them to do something like that. I don't see it happening, just being honest with you, but uh, I would love to see something where you sure up that bench. I'm with you, and I think I'm more inclined to be with you because of what we have seen, or frankly, what we haven't seen from Zaire. You know, if Zaire Zaire was a little bit further along, it's now 10 games, uh, what is it, four and a half points, you know, three rebounds. It's it's really – it hadn't been anything enough. It hadn't been significant enough to feel like you've got enough there. Uh, I'm with you. As high as I am on what Tyus is doing, what Brandon Clark is doing on that second unit, I don't feel like I can depend on John Conchar. And and even though – even though Roddy, to his credit, has been good in stints when Conchar hasn't, uh, I don't. I, I, you can't depend on him either. And so, yeah. I would lean again going towards the smaller Zach Low move, the move that kind of move your, you know, framing, you know, something mm-hmm. to shore that up a secondary, an, another wing score, especially you know with 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 where Zaire is right now. Uh, I'm also inclined. I'm inclined to be with you on the fact that, you know, I know this franchise and this organization is high on Zaire. I know that they felt a certain kind of way about Santi last year when he wasn't showing mm-hmm. much, and you see what you've gotten from him in this in this next one. So I know they believe in their guys, and just because their guys are struggling for ten games, uh, it's, it's not going to be a reason for them to panic. That is not what this front office does. Uh, probably feels like they got all the confidence in the world. They know more about his health situation. Uh, I realize they said that this this most recent injury that kept him out of what last night uh, is not related uh, to the preseason injury. You know. Do you believe it? Do you not believe it? Who knows? Uh, is it is it compensating for the other? You know, whoever knows. But but you'd certainly like to see him healthy. Um, I'm with you. I think I've been moved to the point now where I'd like to see some. I'm saying you don't need to go all in and mess up. I, I was talking about this with with Drew, our producer, before we came on. You, you don't need to make a Minnesota move. You know, go all in. You trade your future for something like that. It's not time to do that. Although there, there's nothing that says you you have to miss like it feels like Minnesota has. But I, don't, I, I still think with what they're learning about this team, with what you've still got to learn about this team in the playoffs with this group, you're not making any major moves. Maybe something to shore up that, 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 you know, that second yeah. unit, another score in there. Yeah. Like I said, Shams didn't really reporting anything. Like he's just basically saying, just it's like a reminder, just letting y'all know Memphis does have. Yeah, they're, they're, you, know I mean? they, you know, front office, to their credit, has done a heck of a job putting them, putting them in that spot. But like I said, it's not news to us. We've known they've been here. Question's going to be how the Grizzlies going to, gonna pull the trigger on any of it saying sounds like saying i sounds like we both got our doubts my brother right 